www.healthcmi.com acupuncture continuing education online today acupuncture reduces heart disease risk for arthritis patients this was published at healthcmi.com february 11 2020 go to healthcmi.com click on news look for the article if you'd like to read the entire research paper and all of its annotations Acupuncture decreases the risk of heart disease in rheumatoid arthritis patients. Based on a sample size of 9,932 patients from the Taiwanese National Health Insurance Research Database, researchers determined that rheumatoid arthritis patients had a significantly lower risk of developing coronary heart disease if they received acupuncture. This applies to patients receiving manual acupuncture or electroacupuncture. In addition, beneficial additive effects were found when combining acupuncture with conventional therapies. Increased mortality rates for rheumatoid arthritis patients are largely due to the increased rate of cardiovascular disorders, chronic inflammation, and immune system Regulation dysfunction are factors. The researchers note that prior investigations find acupuncture beneficially reduces inflammation, which may be partially responsible for its therapeutic effects. So again, acupuncture is not only reducing the risk of heart disease, but also mortality rates. So preventing death. Again, people are suffering from enough pain and range of motion issues with rheumatoid arthritis, but then to have life-threatening problems with heart disease on top of that is an added wrinkle that makes life that much harder. The research team notes that acupuncture is preventative against the development of coronary heart disease in rheumatoid arthritis patients regardless of age, sex, and whether or not patients suffer from diabetes, hyperlipidemia, or hypertension, so again, high cholesterol. Also, acupuncture reduced the risk of coronary heart disease in rheumatoid arthritis patients taking statin medications. In addition, the research demonstrates that acupuncture results in a lower incidence of ischemic heart disease. And when I look at this material... It makes sense. We do need the research to back it up. Here it is. But because acupuncture has anti-inflammatory effects on the body, we also see those anti-inflammatory effects benefiting the heart, not just the joints and um, reducing pain, reducing heat and swelling at the joints, improving range of motion. Acupuncturists on a day-to-day basis are accustomed to doing this for rheumatoid arthritis patients. But the hard data shows that this reduction in inflammation also prevents this autoimmune disorder from attacking the heart. The research team examined prior clinical trials that find acupuncture effective in reducing swelling and improving range of motion at the knees. Prior trials also indicate that acupuncture improves quality of life scores and the ability to engage in physical activities. Many rheumatoid arthritis patients take methotrexate, an immune system suppressant. We also see this in chemotherapy. And TNF-alpha inhibitors. So TNF-alpha is a pro-inflammatory cytokine. The research indicates that both of these substances reduce the risk of coronary heart disease when regulated, when under control, right? 
So patients taking one or both of these medications, yes, they have a further decreased risk of developing heart disease. And again, there are a lot of problems when taking methotrexate, for example, because it is so toxic. Acupuncture can also mitigate the adverse effects associated with that medication, which is a wonderful thing. However, let's take a further look. The research team notes that chronic inflammation is a key factor in the development of rheumatoid arthritis and its comorbidities. And backing up just a moment to emphasize, if people are taking these medications, the TNF-alpha inhibitors or the methotrexate or both, acupuncture still provides added benefit by further decreasing the risk of developing coronary heart disease. So regardless of whether or not they are taking conventional drugs, the acupuncture is continuing to work. And this comes up in the clinic. Well, my doctor's doing this, so I don't want to interfere, et cetera, et cetera. It's not interfering. It's actually providing an additive effect and further benefiting the patient. So the opposite is actually true. The acupuncture works if you don't take the meds and the acupuncture works if you do take the meds. So again, it's chronic inflammation that's the enemy here in rheumatoid arthritis and its comorbidities. The researchers add that the the process of reducing inflammation is an important component of any treatment plan for rheumatoid arthritis patients. The research team cited several investigations finding acupuncture effective in reducing inflammation. One investigation found acupuncture effective in balancing levels of Th17 and Treg cells. So those are both T helper cells, which directly correlated with decreases in rheumatoid arthritis severity. In other words, they're looking at serum blood levels and, and finding associations with blood levels of specific T helper cells and the regulation of rheumatoid arthritis. The investigation produced two consistent findings for rheumatoid arthritis patients. So number one, acupuncture reduces inflammation and two, acupuncture causes pain relief. And if we look a little deeper into that research, we also see acupuncture promotes range of motion. Additional findings include that acupuncture enhances the effects of conventional therapies for patients with diabetes and hypertension, an added plus. The research team also notes that it was difficult to quantify the average number of office visits and length of time for patients in the study. And this gets really interesting. The National Taiwanese Database documents the frequency of care and total number of acupuncture visits on the amount covered by the NHI, by the National Health Insurance Program. The NHI, the National Health Insurance Program of Taiwan, covers a maximum of three acupuncture visits per week and a total of 15 acupuncture visits per month. So three per week, 15 per month maximum under the Taiwanese database. For example, by contrast, in terms of national insurance, Medicare in the United States only covers 12 to 20 visits a year and strictly for a very limited amount of patients with low back pain, for example, not if they've had surgery 
and only if an acupuncturist bills under the auspices of an MD. It's, it's very limited. We hope to see that expand. So hopefully by the time you hear this, more diagnoses will be put into the system. So there is some coverage under Medicare, Medicaid, for example, United States. And again, in some countries, it's province by province. And also in some areas, people have supplemental insurance by private insurance that may allow for acupuncture. Some patients may have received additional acupuncture visits by using self-pay in this tie-winning systems, out-of-pocket expenses, basically. And based on this quantitative limitation in the research, the, the team suggests that future research should determine the exact frequency protocols that optimize patient outcomes. In other words, they could only count the amount of visits given if it was covered by the National Health Insurance Program. But if they did out-of-pocket expenses, they really didn't know how many visits people were receiving. So it was hard to quantify, that's all. So they may have needed more care than the numbers show. Additionally, they suggest a comparison between a static set of acupuncture points applied to all patients in one arm of a study with another arm of the study, patients receiving points based on individualized differential diagnostic point prescriptions that reflect actual clinical scenarios. And this is not unusual. So in research, people need to limit variables. So some types of research give a, you know, five or 10 or two or three acupuncture points. That's it. Everyone gets it. Let's see if it works. And then they document the results. Some give a primary set of points. So uh, everyone gets these three, four, five points. And based on a differential diagnostic, we have three options to add a few more points. And that's a way to kind of mimic a clinical scenario. And then the final way, and this is what's quantified in this study, is to allow people to customize the acupuncture treatment exactly like an actual appointment where tongue and pulse diagnosis, intake, syndrome differentiation, etc. apply the points and then do the stats on who got better and who didn't. So I think it's a great idea. Let's put these different styles within a singular large scale study so that we have three different arms even. They're suggesting two arms, static points and variable. I'm suggesting protocolized, which is a static set, semi-protocolized, static set plus some options, limited, and then finally, true clinical scenario. So kind of an interesting approach and a nice recommendation by the research team to really hone in on optimized patient care. In other words, we want to really find out what points get the best results, if at all possible, and they're making recommendations to move in that direction. The other thing I want to comment on is that because rheumatoid arthritis is so depleting in patients, what an acupuncturist often finds is that even though the severity and strength of the pain and suffering that patients endure is so vast, almost counterintuitively, the acupuncture has to be that much more gentle thinner gauge needles, very little stimulation. This is simply a function of how acupuncture works. When patients are very deficient and weak, we often need to provide very extra gentle approaches to care, and that actually maximizes patient outcomes, gets better results than more robust treatments. For example, if a Major League Baseball player has a 
sprained uh, ligament or a muscle or something like this, or let's say rotator cuff problem after a game of pitcher has this shoulder pain. A more robust electrostimulation, things like this, might result in a better outcome. However, if someone is weak and deficient, very little energy, maybe anemic, doesn't get a lot of sleep, doesn't eat well, let's say, that type of person may benefit from a much lighter treatment and less stimulation. So too is the same for rheumatoid arthritis patients having endured this disease for many years. That lighter style is often more effective. That's been my own personal clinical experience for 30 years, seeing that this chronic inflammation is a lot to endure. I think we need a lot of compassion towards these patients. And in my personal opinion, it is humanitarian to provide the care needed, like in the Taiwanese system, three times a week for 15 a month in acupuncture, but also cost-effective in terms of insurance systems to provide this care up front. I think what we're going to find down the road, and a lot of studies have shown this with some particular procedures in acupuncture that if we do more of a preventative approach and work on things proactively as well, uh, waiting for surgery and drugs down the road can be very expensive with a lot of hospital room visits and things like this. I think we can look at the cost effectiveness also as a factor and a way to get this type of care into the system. More importantly, just the amelioration of the suffering itself. If someone works in a clinic on a routine basis, nobody, nobody asked to get rheumatoid arthritis. But if someone has it, I think this type of care is best made available to these people literally out of the goodness of our hearts. This type of suffering can be somewhat extreme and debilitating. And to provide that care is humanitarian and loving and a really consistent with, I would say, spirituality in no religions and every major religion I've ever seen. To see a patient come in barely able to walk or use their arms, for example, and then after a few short visits, be able to walk or even lift things like groceries. So it becomes day-to-day -day things that become a huge issue. It's a tremendously awarding, rewarding gift for an acupuncturist to be part of that. So, for example, not being able to get to the car so you can go to the grocery store to get groceries. Much less be able to pick up stuff off the shelf, put it in a bag, and carry it home. This is a real-world clinical scenario that we have to deal with. And to see patients move from a disabled state to a functional state where their lifestyle is restored, this is really the goal. Not just to stop the pain, but to have people move on with their lives. And so looking at it from this perspective as an acupuncturist, it's not from getting from point A to B, it's from getting from point A to Z. In other words, we need range of motion restored, we need pain and suffering restored, we need to get that sleep back online, reduce that anxiety, that swelling, that heat at the joints, and then move on to being self-sufficient, which is extremely important in one's life. And giving someone the gift of self-sufficiency and remain, remaining ambulant is sometimes the greatest gift of all. 
I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist and herbalist. Thank you for listening to the Health CMI podcast. If you'd like to learn more, again, go to healthcmi.com, click on news and take a look. www.healthcmi.com.